Last week, I did my top 10 most powerful Avengers. This week, we want to uh, do my top five most underrated or underused or misused Avengers. Um, I think there's only five. I might go over, but I'm going to do my top five at least. Um, I'm going to start with probably everyone's least favorite Avenger, Dr. Druid. Now, this is uh, a character who I feel like has had enormous potential ever since he first appeared in issue number, I want to say 224, 223, right in there. Um, it was in the Black Knight story where uh, he helped the Avengers travel back in time to rescue the Black Knight. Um, then he came on board during the, uh, the, uh, siege at Avengers Mansion by the, uh, Masters of Evil. He eventually took over the Avengers under the influence of Nebula, who was controlling his mind. But, and then, and then he died. Um, the, the creative people at Marvel, the House of Ideas, ran out of ideas for Dr. Druid. They just didn't know what to do with him, and... Whenever Marvel doesn't know what to do with the character, they kill him off. But he came back during um, the uh, the Undead Avengers. What was that called? Golly, that's going to drive me crazy. Three-story arc. He came back along with uh, Rita Namara, the, um, the uh, new Yellow Jacket, the female Yellow Jacket. And I want to say that maybe he survived that series. I can't remember. I'm going to have to look back. But in that series, he came back with more power. In his initial incarnations, he was just, you know, he had physical martial arts prowess. Um, He could levitate and mesmerize people with his mind. He he could control them, basically. And that's how he became the, the leader of the Avengers. Um... But he came back in that series um, with more power as an elemental. He could, uh, we saw him control uh, plant life and um, do some other things. Uh, Probably could control wood and earth, maybe more. I've always seen him as a very powerful, magical elemental character. Um, and I've always thought it would be so cool if he could control the elements of earth, air, water, wood, iron, and fire. In addition to the ability to levitate and um, control men's minds, that would make him a top, top tier 
A-class hero. I would love to see that. Um, oh, I forgot. He, he was also part of the Monster Hunters, the uh, 1950s team, the, the precursor to the Avengers, if you will. Um, so, so anyway, um, Dr. Druid, he's one, he's one of my top five. The next one I would have to say is Gilgamesh. Another one that I don't know why every list like totally disses him, but let's think about this for a minute. He's an eternal. He's got the strength of Thor and Hercules. He's a legendary character in the same way that they were. Um, you know, in, in Babylonian mythology. And um, as an Eternal, he can fly. He's got a level of uh, telekinesis, but he can shoot uh, kinetic laser beams from his eyes. So he's a master fighter, strategist, monster hunter, immortal and he's got some pretty impressive powers on the same level as Thor, Hercules, Blue Marvel, um, the Sentry. So he, he's just never been written right. And I've always thought if you write him as a total badass monster hunter, and really, Gilgamesh needs to be riding a dinosaur. Hey, devil dinosaur riders, I'm just saying, it would be awesome, or... Ooh, Fing Fang Foom, if he teamed up and, you know, like put a bridle on him. See, that would be totally kick ass. So, Dr. Druid, Gilgamesh, two super underused, underappreciated Avengers. Um, the next one is, is a personal favorite of mine, and that is Jocasta, the robot created by Ultron. Uh, her brainwaves are Janet Van Dyne's and um, in different iterations she's uh, had different abilities and different powers but if you think about this you know she is an AI who has super strength she can again fire laser beams and different forms of energy from her her body she's made of adamantium so she's indestructible um Writers just have never been able to figure out what to do with her. And that drives me crazy because I think she has a lot of potential. So where are we now? That's number three. Um, the next underappreciated, underutilized Avenger, Silverclaw. Yes, Silverclaw, created by George Perez. She is a shapeshifter. Now, she can assume this kind of hybrid human animal form of just about every animal that that you can think of she tends to do the uh, animals of south america that's where she's from uh i think the uh, country is palos verde and uh her mother was the volcano goddess um anyway uh that uh i, I really like her though I like the idea of a shapeshifter on the Avengers, and I love the idea of the, you know, the animal beastly kind of character. We've had the Beast, we've had Tigra, but none really had the the versatility of powers that Silverclaw has. And again, in the hands of a really great writer, she could be an awesome character. 
And I, I hate that she's not being used very well. Um, so that's number four. My fifth most, or actually this is my number one, uh, but we're going, um, going in descending order. So five, we got Dr. Druid, four, Gilgamesh, um, three is Silverclaw, four is Jocasta, uh, my last one. And this is going to be a surprise for a lot of people listening and watching. Hank Pym. Wait a minute, John. Last week you said he was your number one most powerful Avenger. Yes. And it is because he is the num- my number one most powerful Avenger that he is also the most underused and underappreciated Avenger. Writers have written him from, you know, being a psychotic wife-beater to a depressive suicidal to being a great scientist supreme. But no one really... It frustrates me because no one has really made him the super science adventurer that he could be. I mean, you think about his power set. He could be... He could be... Tom Swift, Doc Savage, and uh, Howard Hughes all rolled into one. He could be an unbelievable hero. And um, just no writer has really tapped it. A couple of writers have gotten close. Dan Slott did a great job. John Byrne has done a great job with him. And um, even Bob Harris on his run of the Avengers did a great job with Hank Pym. Um, But I still think he is the number one most underappreciated, underutilized character. And in my opinion, he is the single most powerful Avenger. And I suspect he's actually the center post of the Marvel Universe. Everything revolves around Pym. And there's some evidence for that. And we'll talk about that maybe in future episodes. But anyway, those are my top five. Drew, Gilgamesh, Jocasta, Silverclaw, and Hank Pym. If I were a writer of the Avengers, I would put them on a team together. Because that would be epic. Epic. Great team. Um, Alright, well that's it. That's my thoughts here this week. You can send your email to... Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Serial Box Podcast, YouTube at Back of the Serial Box, and of course on Instagram at Serial Box Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this episode, and we'll catch you on the flip side. That's going to do it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, connect with us at Back of the cereal box dot fun. You can leave us a voice message. We'll play it on air. You can leave us an email if you want to go old school. And you can become a contributor at Buy Me a Coffee or Patreon right there at Back of the cereal box dot fun. And of course, if you love this episode, share it. 
tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.